Holy crap, did you just mean to click on this podcast? I'm not sure if your finger meant to press on the This League Fantasy Football podcast, but hey, you're here. Oh, that finger knew what it was doing. Yeah, definitely, definitely knew what it was doing. That's a good finger. Now I'm turned on. But anyway, thank you. (laughs) Thank you for being here, listening to the This League Fantasy Football podcast. We have a great show for you today. We got a guest, and we have all of our usual shenanigans. It's going to be a good time, and quite frankly, I think it might be our best show ever. You know, I'm feeling it. As always, buckle in. Let's roll. Y'all boys ready for this? Powder folks, let's gather around. Bowl the best sports talk in town. We got our hosts, Darren, Tim, and Chris. Baby, can't get better than this. Give out all the power rankings. Laugh at all the teams tanking. A lot of fun, a lot of surprise. Let's give it up. For the guys in this league. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. (laughs) Welcome in. Chris is crying. Sure you want to see our faces? (laughs) To the This League Fantasy Football Podcast. Episode 10 is here with a bang. As you guys know, the person who does the yeehaw has to be focused. They have to be locked into their task. And my fellow co-host did not make that an easy task on me. (laughs) Hence, the poor yeehaw this week was not great. It was glorious. (laughs) That's why when it's my turn every week, I do not look at you guys. I am just (laughs) eyes to the ground, just locked in. Hope you're ready for this full moon next week. Freaking looking like Aaron loving on a glizzy over there. Goodness gracious. (laughs) Okay, great start. (laughs) Episode 10 is here again. Thank you for tuning in. It is the evening of Wednesday, November 18th, 2020. And two weeks ago was Election Day. Last week it was Veterans Day. This week, what we got? Eight days until Thanksgiving. I went to the dentist and I had my first cavity as an adult. So that was good. It was a long run, you know, seven years. Had to end at some point, I guess. Seven years? You've had adult teeth for How seven years? How old are you? Years? Well, I mean, you're technically an adult at 18, right? So, I don't oh. know. Do you have a? Was that your first Wait, cavity but you ever? Have ca- did you have cavities <laughs> like when you were a kid? Yeah. yeah that shit oh, okay, okay, You've okay, had okay. cavities before then. Right. Yeah, I, 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 I was like, had a cavity. I was 24. I was like real sad. Well, now I'm real sad then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Everybody brush your teeth. That's twice right. Twice a day. Well, I guess at it's... At least. I guess it's eight days till Thanksgiving... Other than that, this week is just, you know, guys being dudes, you know, we're just chilling out. On today's show, we have the week 10 review. It's It, it was bananas, just the impact this had, this week had on the power rankings. So we're going to get into that. We're going to go into the power rankings and the standings, give you an update on that. And then we have a special guest interview today. Um, it's somebody you guys know very well, so stay tuned for that. And then, of course, the week 11 preview. At this rate, I feel like everybody in the league is kicking the crap out of each other. Um, outside of Stretch and Clayton, everybody is, you know, four and six, five and five. In the thick of things. And it's just time to take it week by week, baby. Time to manufacture those wins. Names don't mean anything. Longevity doesn't mean anything unless you're tanking. But if All you're that if matters. you're if you're trying to make it to the playoffs, man, time to take it week by week. All that matters is you win who you win. Ooh. There it is. You win who you win. Just making sure we... you're ready for this. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, trying to stay sharp. <laughs> um, 
before we move on, of course, we have our drink of the week. I have a delectable Red Bull, but not just any Red Bull. The Blue Edition. The Blueberry Red Bull is the best Red Bull. At me, if you disagree, it's delicious. Cringe. Was that the first featured drink of the week that was non-alcoholic? Steven had water. Oh, that's, was that was a vibe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was yeah he, vibe. Was, he okay. was on a vibe. Well, I've got, you know, the drink of the world, maybe. Uh, the one and only. Do that's so Miller. rare. Light. Uh, Christmas can edition. Christmas. <laughs> Does it taste more Christmassy? edition. You know, not really. <laughs> it it, it tastes it's like Miller glorious. Light. It's the same old, same old. Yeah. So Tim and I took a beer run the other night, and uh, I've got me a best brown. The best brown? The best like brown. Like the best brown it's in a, the whole it's world. It's a pretty solid brown ale. Not going to lie, I was really hoping I'd came ho- come home today and you guys would have like 50 new castles just like sitting on a kitchen table. We got we got to make a run. got to go <laughs> get this one. This pot should have been brought by Newcastle, but you know, maybe next week. Make it a sponsor. <laughs> All right, let's throw it over to our sponsor this week, Newcastle Brown Ale. <laughs> How awesome it. would that be? We need to get a sponsor. How does that work? How does one get a sponsor? Uh, we tweet at people and we tell them that we are way more successful than we are until somebody buys it and gives us 50 bucks. Fake it till you make it. 50 bucks? Dude, I would do that for 50 bucks. Yeah, that's like a lot of Newcastles. Heck yeah. Who, who would you at on Twitter? Uh, companies. Tori Kelly. Oh, this pod is sponsored by my love, the love of my life, Tori Kelly. Simply safe, you know, the, the usuals. Dave Portnoy. Roman swipes. <laughs> Stay harder for longer. Nice. All right. So, like I said before, week 10 was wild. We are just going to get right into it. We had a, it was a matchup, I guess. <laughs> it was between Don and Anthony. It was a matchup. You are correct. <laughs> So first off, I think the biggest thing that stood out to me when I was reviewing this matchup and kind of what transpired, Duke Johnson and Will Fuller, just so disappointing. Uh, weather did play a factor in this game, though. Uh, Houston and Cleveland, I think, had historic wins. I think I heard a report that at one point in the game, it was like 50-mile-an-hour wins. I mean, That's it? That's pretty crazy. Um, Don, you're still starting Jonathan Taylor. Uh, t- remains to be seen if that bites – you in the weeks to come. Uh, very solid five points this week. So I'd expect an adjustment uh, from you coming up. Vikings wide receiver duo for Anthony. Valiant effort against the Bears D, honestly. Come through with a combined 40 to make it closer. Uh, you needed more, Anthony, from Derrick Henry with Travis Kelsey on by. That really hurt you. Um, and note to the whole league, Tyler Eifert will never, ever ever be good <laughs> it's not a thing he was so good in 2015 though that's true didn't he like break his back or something i mean point, I think... point to it it's like the operation man he's broke it <laughs> twisted it torn it bop it bop it twist it <laughs> pull it you, um, you skipped up a real easy one you said duke johnson you know sucked you could have been more like dookie johnson oh, it, was sitting there. Oh, it was sitting there. coming in with the pun <laughs> Nonetheless, Don prevails. Final score. Don 128, Anthony 114. Yeah, Don is beginning to fall into the category with Zach of 
Is he good? No. <laughs> I'm I'm more I'm way more confident about Don not being good than Zach not being good. I don't know. Don just wins. And he's got the stud of a running back, Damian Harris. He got out for pennies, you know. Jonathan Taylor, I th- he's going to come around, I think. Um, the good news for Anthony, I called it last week. You know, this isn't the week Derrick Henry was going to start forming into Tractor Cito. Um, but going forward, it's it's his season. So I very much expect a heavy Tractor Cito winter. Yeah, I think what – Helps Don is just his receivers right now. I mean, Juju's really turned it on. I think that's been a major factor for him. And Terry McLaurin has always been really consistent. So, yeah, I mean, Don keeps winning. So, I'm that, that he do. Um, Anthony had Travis Kelsey on by this week. It'd be a shame if we didn't mention that. You got to think that would probably swing it if he had the number one tight end by a wide margin in his lineup. And then when you look at Don, Jacoby Myers is looking like a solid pickup. And he has Damian Harris, uh, two Patriots wide receiver or two Patriots players in your lineup. I think that's kind of why I'm on the side of Don's not good. How do you get Damian Harris, man? Man, I don't know, man. I mean, D- Damian Harris It's almost like he had to trade away the second best quarterback in the league for him. <laughs> Josh Allen. Yes, sir. Patriots running backs, I personally will never ever roster as long as Bill Belichick is there. And that system is in place. You just never know. He could, for the rest of the year, be the RB1, and that would not surprise me. But then next year, he's probably not making the team. That's just how it goes. So it, it's risky, but for right now, it's looking okay, at least going forward. Sexy Rexy, the destroyer of fantasy value, baby. On to the next matchup. We had the Red Rocket and Clayton going up against Hayden and the Big Ben Revenge Tour. Oh, and by the way, in the Don Anthony game, Aaron and Tim both correctly picked Don, and your boy picked Anthony. Seems like there's a trend that's going to go revert back to the mean this week. But on to the next, on to the next matchup, Clayton and Hayden. Yeah, let's go here. Uh, I was watching the Bengals kind of, I guess, play football against the Steelers with Hayden, and he, he pulled a Clayton up a few <laughs> weeks ago. He started counting the points. Going, oh yeah, I, you know, there's, there's still probably I don't know six or seven guys left, and he's just like, oh, totally, yeah, look, looks like, looks like I'm right. You know, sleepers at 84, 88, creeping mm-hmm. up to the 90 percent chance of victory. You, you know, as it was said before, you never count your money when you're sitting at the table. Um, it's just you don't do it. It's like fantasy is poker. You don't do it, Hayden. Bad, bad, bad. Um, sexy Rexy, indeed, and Cole. The slot man Beasley. My goodness. Keep Clayton afloat. (laughs) One more week. I can't believe he did that. (laughs) Full disclosure, he's black. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Cole Beasley, the dude. He had a sick one-handed grab. I don't know if you guys saw that, but uh, yeah, he. Sorry, I I completely. Took you off track there, Tim. I'm sorry. I, yeah, I'm just <laughs> um, yeah, Clayton, you're technically still alive, man. Congratulations, one more week, wow. and you did it without Julio Jones, David Johnson, Kenny Galladay, Christian McCaffrey, and Travis Fulgham getting you a 1.8 points. I mean, those are potentially five. I mean, five of your better players just doing nothing. And congrats on the dub. 
Hayden, you pooped yourself big time. Second you straight more. week he's pooped himself, just so you know. He, I mean, from the top of the power rankings, we'll see what happens after this. He's kind of uh, on a little uh, doo-doo skid. He's 5-5 five and five on the season now. Um, needed more out of Aaron Jones against the Jaguars and James Conner against the Bengals. Two subpar defenses, and those running backs uh, touched 20 points combined. You just needed one of them to have a little bit more. And anything from the tight end slide just going forward. Poor call on Ronald Jones, you know, big old Ronnie Jones running for almost 200 yards. Uh, I can't believe you didn't start Keelan Cole, man. Like, what are you thinking there? Stupid. And Josh Randall. I mean, what are you thinking? I'm just kidding. Tough week. Your guys didn't perform. Um, Clayton, congrats on the dub. Final score, 112 to 94. Yeah, I feel like this has happened a few times now to Hayden this season where the bench, if he would have started it, as opposed to his starters, he might have won. Uh, <laughs> as crazy as that is. But, yeah, um, for me, James Conner is just such a head-scratcher. I mean, he has dream matchups last week and this week. And he's about to, what, the Pittsburgh Steelers, they play the Jaguars this week. So I, think so, I mean, you can't ask for better matchups than that, and he's just not producing. Uh, I did hear that Ben is calling a lot of his plays when they go no huddle, so – you know, he's probably going to call pass plays because, you know, he's a quarterback. He wants to do what he wants. Um, so that's not great news for him. But, yeah, this is just really disappointing. And uh, he's just missing on some starters. Yeah, to be fair, if you knew going in uh, as a Bengals fan, I knew that we had one of our top seven corners from the beginning of the year playing this game. And then two practice squad guys out there every week. I mean, I given that knowledge, you could have been like, okay, Big Ben's going to have a good game. And Connor's not going to be used much or needed much, but hindsight. Yep, yep. Is Clayton good? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Shut your sorry, mouth. sorry, Clayton. On to the next matchup. We had a civil war. Whew. And let me tell you, boys and girls, it was a brutal slugfest. One-sided slugfest. Tim took on Aaron. This game was projected to be more exciting than most, I would say. Uh, both of these guys have really solid lineups. Both teams were coming off losses and looking to push toward the playoffs, both with high upside teams. So how did it turn out? Before the matchup even started right, this was the week for Tim. It All happened. of his toys were healthy. Miles Sanders, Baby CMC, D-Hop, Metcalf, Waller, Jacobs. He even got, supposedly, a very good start by Chase Edmonds this week. All of it was going to go to plan, right? And they all performed well for the most part, and that's probably why he finished as the highest score on the week. And you know those little that little eye emoji, little eye emojis. You know what I'm saying? Like the eyes rolling. Yeah. Or? No, no, like the little eyeball emojis. Like, oh, look at that. Look at. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> look at that. I'm using that on DeAndre Swift right there, right now, right. The coach comes out, <laughs> says he is the starter. He gets, ooh, excuse me, he gets 78 percent of this work, and all of a sudden he's an RB one on a offense that needs an RB1. And his upcoming schedule includes Carolina, Houston and Green Bay. Oh my goodness. Talk about a late talk about a late round push there for for Tim. And I was looking how the heck is DeAndre Swift the RB13 on the year? 13. I feel like he's been booty. He's RB13. I don't know if one that's one start. One start so far. I don't know if that's an insult to the other running backs. I don't know, but um, as for Aaron, as he's currently sitting on the couch with a box over his head, as he should, loser. Suck it. <laughs> Listen, if Mr. Unlimited puts up eight points, I mean, you can just throw in the towel. 
the table, the whole bathroom. Just throw it all in. You will not win a week with Russell Wilson scoring you eight points. And, I mean, he was not the only player to disappoint him, of course. Jarek McKinnon with five points. Uh, Dallas Goddard with seven points. Robbie Anderson with six points. I mean, he did have T. Higgins, more like Wee Higgins, baby. Number 24 wide receiver on the year. And that's basically not him playing week one. That's certainly a bright spot on your team. And Aaron this week was obviously missing his unquestioned, undisputed running back one, David Montgomery. That hurts. I don't know why. I don't know why. Or he was injured this week. That's probably why you had him on your bench. But obviously, you you missed him. I mean, you missed those solid 10 points, those 11 points. (laughs) Put in the bank, man. Right. He was also missing Tyreek Hill, but who really cares? He wouldn't have made a difference. So. Um, like Tim mentioned last week, Aaron did not push Tim off the plank. And it seems like yesterday, I don't know if you remember, Tim, we were talking about Aaron being on the come up. He was hot. Yeah. Beat stretch. Uh-huh. Oh, here he comes, yeah. baby. Heating up. Now, two straight losses. Ooh. Coming back down to earth. Final score was Tim, 161. Highest score of the week. Aaron, 93. Lowest score of the week. Aaron and myself. Both picked Tim to win, and of course, Tim picked Aaron to win. Come on, Aaron. What the hell are you doing, Aaron? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, my team just didn't have it this week. I missed Tyreek Hill badly. I've had running back issues all season. I think that's really... Did you say daddy issues? I've had daddy issues, yeah. Uh... yeah you know, you hate to see it. I will say, though, it's my, you know, my team leads the league in scoring, so... It's just I think I'm I'm getting everybody's best shot. I mean, I've faced the highest score this week. Tim was the highest scorer on me two times this year. And You're welcome. Zach was the highest scorer last week. So, yeah, points for is up there. But when the points against is equally as high, I mean, it's just going to be hard to win. Yeah, I feel like if I had more consistency at running back, maybe we'd be talking about me uh, in the upper echelon. But I am deservedly a little lower. You mean the topper echelon? The topper echelon. You're right. That's right. Nice, yeah. Got to um, Tim, on your on your dominating. Victory oh my this goodness, week. I'm I'm excited. My team, I'm I'm getting chills. Aaron, congrats on going zero and two against me this year. If nothing else, I at least can hang that over you for a whole year. So <laughs> I even if that. I don't make the playoffs, <laughs> at least I beat Aaron two out of two times. Yeah. So got that going for me. Yeah, I mean, I, my young running backs. This is why I drafted them. They weren't going to be week one studs. I had to be patient and wait on them, and it, they're they're popping. Um, I still don't think I'm going to win next week. You know, that's just how it goes. And I had five touchdowns on my bench that came early. And not going to lie, in the 4 o'clock games, I was kind of nervous that I missed out on DeAndre Swift. And Wayne Gallman had a good game and some of those. And didn't end up needing them. But, yeah, I, I did sweat a little bit until the 4 o'clock games came around. Shout out 4 o'clock games. Apparently, that's just my, my go-to. Yeah, Tim was uh, visibly frustrated. I was in the front row of seats watching the games. He was in the back row. And every time I turned around, he just was slumped oh. over. and. In total frustration when Corey Clement gets his hard-earned touchdown and and Boston Scott with a (laughs) 50-yard touchdown. Motherfucking J.D. McKissick. Um, It is – Antonio Gibson's new name is J.D. McKissick Hate Account. That was a good nickname. I enjoyed that. Because, I mean, it's unbelievable. J.D. McKissick had 17 points. I'm trying to pull up right now. 15 targets. He's had 29 targets in the last two weeks. J.D. McKissick, 27 years old, 5'10", 195. Uh, why is he getting targets? 
Alex That's Smith. bull crap. Yeah, but Gibson's so much better. Oh, I wish I had all the stats in front of me. But, I mean, like the targets on McKissick were going for like three yards a target, but everyone else on the team, Smith, is getting like nine yards a target. Why is he getting so many targets? I don't get it. I was so frustrated. And officially, J.D. McKissick, go fuck yourself. <laughs> officially. I'll let that simmer. Um, Tim pulls Aaron down to four and six. Both guys currently on the outside looking in of the playoffs. On to the next match. We had your boy, Team Fairlife, and Chris going up against my sidekick. And I can officially call him a sidekick because I've now gone 2-0 and against him this year. Steven and Mount Passmore. Yeah, I'm just going to start off. How does this man across from me do it? Is that me? Yes. <laughs> oh, thank you. He gets everyone's worst week with point totals every single time. I pray a lot. <laughs> I think you – yeah, I'm going to get to that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> let me borrow some of that magic, dude, because it's like the total opposite with me. I get everybody's best shot, and it's just a brutal week for Steven. I mean, TJ Hawkinson was the second-ranked tight end in the industry on the week. Three points. Three points for A.J. Brown? I mean, I know the Colts are a tough matchup, but come on. And Michael Thomas with four points, I mean, that's just – that's not going to get it done. Uh, you only have to score 100 points even to – Yeah, I thought you guys said Michael Thomas was going to be good. I mean, I've been on the Michael Thomas hate train all year. but you know, So, the, I think the talent is still there. It's just – I don't know. He's just been out of the offense for so long that maybe he's – forgot how to run slants. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's not Slant Man anymore. Slant Boy. Nick Chubb's back. Uh, should not have listened to me uh, there, Steven, by playing Deshaun, uh, especially when the weather reports came out. This is a, this is a low-scoring game. I think the final score was like 10-7, to 7, so probably should have made that switch to Justin Herbert. But he continues to be a real nice asset on that bench every week. Uh, hopefully he earns a start for you against the Jets. Listen to me, Steven. <laughs> <laughs> I think he will definitely be in his lineup. Josh Allen is winning Chris Weeks single-handedly. Oh, goodness, I love him. Over 70 points combined the last two weeks. I was talking a lot of crap about Kalen Balaj last pod. He ends with 15 points. Chris, I owe you an apology. Uh, I, am completely, I was completely wrong about him, and he's startable this week as well, so... You know, what do I know about fantasy football? And then, uh, Chris, you know, ultimately with the upset. But you're going to need to start getting production from other positions. Your low point totals, man, in future weeks. You're going to run into somebody eventually that puts up a lot of points. It, that won't win you the championship. But, nonetheless, you won. Chris, 120, Steven, 97. Yeah, uh Nobody picked Chris to win. Nobody thought Chris had a shot. If I could go back disgusting and play you guys our comments on this game, <laughs> like we all agreed Steven was going to win by 100. <laughs> yeah, you tossed in your hat like three minutes into the pod looking at the lineups and everything. But, I mean, I guess how does it feel to have the undisputed, without a doubt, stud muffin running back one, Kenyon Drake back? Oh, man, it feels great. and it sucks for me. I mean, too bad he's not the RB1 anymore. He is an AB, or he is an RB1, but the RB1, ladies and gentlemen, it's Bellagio season. Freaking Kalen Bellage. Oh Anthony Lynn gosh. came out today and said Bellage is our top guy moving forward. 
probably until Eckler comes back, but who cares about that right now? Um, Balazs is the number one guy. I mean, I, I've been a huge Kalen Balazs fan just my whole life, obviously. Adam Gase guy. Huge Balazs guy. So, uh, yeah, the, he came up huge for me. Aaron can Aaron can attest I was tilting so hard Sunday morning trying to decide between him and Ryan Nall and Malcolm Brown and Ahmed, which ended up being a pretty good start. But, um, yeah, I, I pulled it out of my ass, and I won with the Falcons on bye. So <laughs> I feel like this is one of the first weeks, too, you picked, like, the right tight end. I mean, one was on bye, but, you know. <laughs> woo yeah, Rushing touchdown. Yeah. You got one out of your start, so that, that, that must feel nice. Chris has a direct line to God, and that's it. <laughs> that's right. Straight to the chip, baby. Um, I promised I would give 50% to the church. Okay, um, the final game. We have one more, and you guys know what that means. It is time for the game of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, your game of the week was between Zach and the Broad Ripple swim team going up, trying to topple the beast that is saving Matt Ryan and Stretch. And this heavyweight fight lived up to the billing and came down to Monday Night Football like most games of the week should. Prior to that, though, Kyler Murray and Alvin Kamara continued their Beat Everything Alive tour and made Zach yell, please make it stop. But they didn't to the tune of 31 points for Kyler Murray and 34 points for Alvin. I only had 15 rushing yards, Kamara. How the hell did that happen? I don't know. But then, out of nowhere, Zach countered with haymakers from Deontay Johnson and Marvin. Huh? What? Jones? Marvin Mar- Jones? Did, did? Okay, whatever. But those punches left Zach down 35 points heading into Monday night. And a kick return touchdown from Cordell Patterson and 30 carries from Dalvin Cook. Surely wasn't enough to swing the judge's decisions as Stretch walks out of the ring proclaiming he is still the number one contender for the nut this year. Your final score, ladies and gentlemen, Zach and the Broad Ripple Swim Team, 133 Stretch and Saving Matt Ryan, 142. Before I even get into the pickums, you know how it went. Aaron and Tim picked correctly with Stretch and I picked Zach. I even talked about last week how you shouldn't be picking against Stretch, and I did, and I got bit on it. So, but ultimately, I really think this game just came down to Drew Locke slapping Zach right in the face. I mean, that's what you get for trying to start Drew Locke two weeks in a row when he's not playing Aaron. I mean, come on. Yeah. If we're if we're sticking with the with the boxing analogy, he laced Zach's water before he got into the ring and never gave him a chance. So. Yeah, Drew Locke had his revenge game. It was in the past. I am so jealous of Stretch's guys, like we talked about. Kyler Murray, is he a quarterback or running back? Yes. Alvin Kamara, is he a running back or a wide receiver? Yes. The only thing that I have to look forward to in this matchup against Stretch next week and myself is if Joe Mixon doesn't hurt, Giovanni Bernard appears to be usurped by Samaje P. Ryan as the Bengals' number one running back. So uh, That's the nastiest sense I've ever heard. <laughs> this is the year of Samaje P. Ryan and Kalen Blosh. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> good win for Stretch. It was kind of – it was looking close. You know, Zach had a shot Monday night, but eventually it came down to he was just – he's hurting himself, you know, rooting for Chris – or <laughs> Dalvin Cook, and then him scoring against the Bears' defense would just lower that total. The Bears were, you know, pushing 20 at one point before they got some late tidies, but – yeah, go stretch. 
Yeah, Zach certainly made it interesting. Dalvin Cook getting his normal workload like he does, but Bears defense, especially on the road, they're just tough to run against. Every running back I feel like has some difficulties with that defense. So the biggest thing about Stretch's team is for any players that dud, he's always got production. I mean, Kamara never seems to bust, and Kyler Murray seems like the front runner for the MVP in my opinion right now. So uh, well done. Well done, Stretch. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the power rankings turn out this week. Full transparency, like, usually me and Aaron have no idea what the power rankings are going to be until Tim reads it all. So we'll be reacting to him with you. But um, I think, you know, last week we were asking, is Zach for real? Is Zach competitive? And even with a loss, I think he might have answered the question. Like, he gave Stretch a run for his money. He made it close. He fought with the best of them at the top. You know, I think – not, I'm in no way saying Zach should be favored or anything or even be looked upon as like a top two, three team in the league. But I think we have to come to grips as hard as it might be for all three of these hosts that Zach's team is at least like pretty good. It's pretty good. Dalvin Cook is very good. Yes, I'll give you that. <laughs> and sometimes that's all you need. That's all you need. A quick pick em update for week 10. Things returned back to the way they should be, <laughs> if if we're being honest with each other. Um, Aaron went three and two in week ten. Tim went two and three, and your boy, back to my winning ways, went one and four <laughs> in week ten. And if we want to look at the overall, Aaron remains comfortably above five hundred in the pickums with a record of twenty three and seventeen. Tim is trying to eke his way back up to five hundred, currently sitting at eighteen and twenty two, and myself has now doubled losses as I do wins. Hell yeah, Chris. 13 Ooh. and 27. Anything left to add to week 10 before we move on, boys? Coming down to the last few weeks. So if you want to win these pickums, you know, we got to do we ever make a bet on pickums cuz we need to do something between the three of us for that. It's no I'm out on whatever we decide to bet. <laughs> if I if I win pickums, I make the playoffs. If you win pickums, you make the playoffs? Yep. Like no matter how your team performs? Yep. Uh, pass. All right, so now I'm going to throw it, launch it, freaking chuck it over to Tim for the power rankings. Yeah, I wasn't prepared with synonyms for throw, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll get right into this. So this is week 11, a lot of movement. Chris, did you say your stat about how many of the top? Oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, if you don't follow us on social media, you totally should. This league underscore pod, Instagram and Twitter. It's great, but uh, I posted the I posted the uh, results on there today, and teams that were ranked in the power rankings two through six, so basically the top six teams outside of stretch this week, all lost. This was the rise of the bottom dwellers, baby. So it will be very interesting to see um, how the power rankings look. Yeah, the bookends stayed solid. We'll start right there. Uh, stretch saving Matt Ryan, your number one unanimously still, Clayton. Buddy, good freaking win, man. We're proud of you. I mean, slap on the butt. You did great. You're 10th, buddy. All right? I thought you were about to say Clayton was two. No, Clayton was I was, was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Unanimously, I don't think those two spots are going to change. All right, and so we'll work our way bottom to top here. Ninth place falling four spots. Team Uninspired Youth and Anthony. <sighs> Didn't one of you guys have him at number two last week? I probably did because I love Anthony's team. <sighs> I had him at like eight last week, and y'all gave me shit. Yeah, I had him at two. I think I had him at like six or five, something like yeah, that. Whatever. Keep going. Uh, That's surprising. Yeah. Eight for Chris, four for Aaron, and I had him at second. But, you know, 
Anthony falls to ninth in the overall rankings for week 11. Eighth place. Let Russ Cook down two spots. Loses the Civil War. That's tough. It's almost unfair. We had so much movement, and the games were just so close. And we'll, we'll get into the standings and everything, but, I mean, it's locked in the middle. I mean, everybody's still alive technically, even our worst place team. I think Stretch, I think he officially claimed a playoff position. I'll have to double check, but everyone else is still trying to trying to get upstream. Uh, then we have a tie for sixth place. Team Fairlife and Burrow's Best. High five. Oh, come at me, bro. Uh, uh, okay, cool. We did that was it. Like that was we did it. Just trust us. We did it. Yeah, it was a good high five. Um, I'm up. Three spots in the overall rankings after that beatdown on Aaron. And Chris is up one, you know, slowly. I mean, you and I have just been a roller coaster of emotion this year. <laughs> we, have. we both started, you were one and I was two, and then I was down as low as 10 or nine, and you were down in yeah, 10 or I nine. Yeah, I think I was 10 and you were nine one week. <laughs> uh, and now we're back at six. I mean, Woo-hoo! holy cow. This, whoo, I'm getting dizzy. Uh, then we have a tie again holy for fourth. So two fourth place teams. That is Team Dom Perignon and Mount Passmore. Third place team is the Brad Ripple Swim Team. Zach, you are in third place. Third. Aaron had him six. Chris and I had him two. Does that mean Hayden's two? Second place, up one spot after a loss. He's lost two straight and had two poopy weeks. Big Ben revenge tour. You had him at three. I had him at three. Aaron had him at two. That's that's cumulative going to get you two. What you complain about? Drop him lower than three then. I probably should. What am I doing? (laughs) He's at two? Second place, Big Ben revenge tour. I beat him. That's, I mean, the middle of these power rankings – these, I mean, it's any given week a team can win. There's not a clear separation outside of Stretch and Clayton. Um, you know, bookending the solid, solid this league inaugural season in fantasy football. Uh, but that's the power rankings. Reactions? What you got? Jeez, man. I – that's crazy. We had a lot of ties. We need to find a way to break these, make it more competitive. But um, Hayden at two is surprising to me. I mean – I wouldn't be surprised if we go back and look. He's the lowest score out of the last two weeks. Two straight losses, and he goes up a spot. I had Zach at two last week. I think I still have him at two this week in my personal ones. I think he deserves to be up there. I mean, again, we've kind of agreed that he's at least pretty good. I moved him up, but I'm still I'm still not convinced. I'm just not. I. You just look at his team. He's got some pieces. I'll give him that. But – Marvin Jones going off for 23 points. I mean, there's just an element of luck that has to run out eventually. But, he, I mean, if he gets Chris Carson back, I mean, it's like I, I have no choice, I think, but to move him up if he wins again. So, I don't think that's going to happen this week. Go me. Um, Peyton, guess what his lowest power ranking spot's been all year? Three. No. no. Probably at the start. What was he, what is, he was ranked three at the start, right? I think. Yes. So he was probably like. Probably Actually, three. tied for second at the start. Probably three lowest. Like fourth. 
third. Yeah. He's been three, two, and one. Never below three. I mean, we're we you you give that reaction, but we're having a hard time dropping him below three. I think it's just the opposite effect with me because on paper, Hayden's team looks like it should be at the top of the league. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Jones, Allen Robinson, uh, James Connor, Chase Claypool, James Connor. I mean, that seems like it should win you most weeks, and he's just last couple weeks they just haven't been performing for him so yeah i think what this shows me is just kyler murray and alvin Kamara are really good <laughs> yeah they're really good okay uh wild freaking power rankings uh again go follow our social medias if you don't i will post those on there in a very pretty fashion so um on to the standings like i said earlier it's a slugfest man it is ugly number one seed to nobody's surprise is saving matt ryan and kyle stretch at eight and two chilling as the number one seed, not really looking like he's threatened up there either. But we'll see as we keep going. The number two seed currently standing, you know, if, if you would have thought I'd say this two weeks ago, you would you would have slapped me. But Team Don Perignon, currently the number two seed, as he is top of the Chipotle division by record only, and believe me when I say by record only, <laughs> <laughs> at six and four. The number three seed right now is Zach and the Broad Ripple Swim Team. Um, with at six and four, the number four seed is currently Steven, Steven. by points four over Hayden. The number five seed is Hayden, like I said, both squads five and five. And the number six seed, whoo, your boy, Team Fairlife, just squeaking in. Oh, that is the playoff picture as we currently speak. Aaron slipping outside of the playoffs after a two-game win streak, now on a two-game losing streak. He slips out of the playoffs um, at four and six, and then you have just a cluster of Anthony and Tim at four and six as well, and Clayton at three and seven. I don't think he's dead yet. He's still a chance. He's not dead yet. I mean, Christian McCaffrey could play again, I guess, maybe. I, I mean, Aaron, Anthony, and myself, we are licking our chops. We are excited. Because if he comes to a tiebreaker, the three of us are the top three scoring teams outside of Stretch. Stretch doesn't really count. He's just been murdering people. But but then it goes uh, Aaron, Anthony, myself, all above 1,300 points on the year, blowing everybody else out of proportion. So if, if we can get tied with a sixth, fifth place, we're going to have a tiebreaker. And with the way things are going, a tiebreaker in these standings could push you to third place in the playoffs. We just – I mean – a couple dubs away, but also I'm getting too excited, and so I'm going to lose this week. It yeah. is so tight, man. It is so tight. Goodness gracious. Yeah. I've, I've scored 200 more points than you, Chris, and you are in the playoffs over me. How does that happen? You win who you win, baby. Let's get to an interview with our special guest. You're going to love it. It is now time for... The what do we we need a we need a name for this like the special segment of the week the extra segment of the week I don't know what we can call it we have a very special guest this week one that you all know truly to your heart why because he's probably kicked your ass this year Oof. we have the owner of Saving Matt Ryan the undisputed number one seed in the league right now Kyle Stretch on the phone Kyle the very first question I'm going to ask you that everybody wants to know. What color is your underwear? Uh, 
I think it's gray right now, honestly. I haven't looked. Gray. Uh, Solid. For a few hours. Solid so, color. That's a people pleaser. That's for sure. I guess it's gray. It goes with every outfit. You know, it's the everyday man type <laughs> that, outfit. Hot. Briefs so, or undies? Uh, Boxer briefs. Tidy That's the way to go. Don't trust a person in boxers, man. That is not enough security. Don't trust a person in briefs either. That's true. Just don't trust people, man. It's 2020. Have we learned nothing? That's true, too. Don't trust anybody. <laughs> Boxer briefs are cool. Boxer briefs are cool. Anyway, Stretch, thank you so much for joining. How are you doing tonight, pal? Doing great. How are you guys doing tonight? Oh, we're good, man. We're just potting. Yeah, we're vibing. Definitely vibing. Thanks for having me on. Of course, of course. So, um, Stretch, of course, like I said before, you have the undisputed best team in the league right now. Uh, how? How? How'd you do it? Like, what's, what's your secret? Share it with your competitors. Well, even though I had my doubters the first few weeks of the season, um, I just drafted whatever came to me, you know, and everyone thought I was shit. And day one, I was like, I'm going to show them. I have to prove something, so... It took a loss the first week and decided to kick all of your asses the next set. So. Yeah, yeah. Week week two, you were ranked tenth in the power rankings, and by week five, you were number one, and you have not let that out of your grasp since. I mean, I've gotten pretty lucky. Really, really, with the Kyler Murray pick, I feel like that's probably the best pick. Is Kyler Murray a quarterback or a running back? Both. Both. Good answer. Good answer. Reminds me of the Michael Vick of old. Dogs and all, right? Uh, except he didn't beat dogs, at least we don't know of yet. So. <laughs> uh, Kyler looks like a little nice little guy. What do you think of I that mean, big you play? never know. There's always a darkness inside of everybody, so we don't know what his darkness is. We probably won't ever find out. What was your reaction to Kyler's big play to win the game against Miami this past week? Uh, it was it was cool to watch, mostly or, because it gave no, me that extra Buffalo. padding against Zach. Uh, that's all I thought about. All that ball was in the air. It was just, please, give me some more cushion, some more breathing room. Give me some more pushing for the cushion. You know give me saying? some more. Against Zach right here. And he came down with it, and I uh, I, I was pretty happy. Let's just put it that way, you know. Mm. Felt comfortable going that last night, even though he had uh, Dalvin Cook. But so he goes. That's right. I'll admit, I was at church when that happened. And I saw Steven send that video to the group. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. What happened? Because I was playing Steven, and I was like, somebody just like destroyed my soul or something. But thankfully, it was just Steven being Steven reacting to maybe the best play of the NFL season thus far. Stretch, how do you feel about your team, man? Like, what's your team outlook? Or do you feel like you can just coast to the championship this year? Honestly, I feel like I am not looking to change anything in my team. Uh, I'm a big proponent of not changing the team until you need it to be like me. If you need some changes, then obviously you need to have some changes. Like in the preseason, while I was getting offers, I was turning them down left and right. Cause I was like, you know what? I just want to see how the beginning of the season goes and see how it goes before I decide to make any changes. If so, it ain't broke, don't fix it. All right. So once uh, I saw I started winning, I mean, there's no reason to change the team now. I mean, feel pretty good with it. You know, some picks have panned out. Some picks have not panned out. But I, I think my starters, excluding the flexes, are just solid every every week players, except for Mixon, who's been getting hurt every week, it seems like. 
Uh, other than that, I mean, the flexes, the flexes, I feel like need some work. I feel like everybody's flexes need some work, to be honest with you. So, Amen to that, man. I mean, we're going to get to it later, but I was, I was even kind of, I'm probably going to say in our previews, like, looking at your matchup with Tim this week, right? I feel like Tim has the better overall roster, but you have Kyler and Kamara with ridiculous matchups this week. And and I honestly think that those two folks alone can just overpower Tim and you can get a win this week. Yeah, I mean, it's I just feel like I have to overpower people with those two players if I have a chance. I mean, if they shit the bed, then I'm not going to win that week. And I, I've accepted that. Yeah, all or nothing. I, <clears throat> I hang in my hat. Uh, Mixon did not practice yet. Um, and it, Lockett, I believe, uh, was unlikely to play, but we'll see. Um, if he's in, it's obviously, you know, we're going to have a Lockett versus DK matchup to watch on Thursday night. Oh, baby. Um, Big but black nigga. It's going gonna, it's gonna <laughs> to take a lot, I think, for me to win. I just – yeah, is Kamara a running back or receiver? Both. Yeah, you have four ranking number one rankings of four positions in two players. Like Kyler, it's unbelievable watching them every week. Like, oh my gosh. I mean, yeah, my my other team just decides to round out. I feel like I, I'm not going to get too cocky. You know, I can't can't get too cocky, but I, I I'm in a pretty comfortable position. I would say going to the final weeks. Yeah, draft day stretch. I, I thought Kyler in the fifth round. I was like, that seems high. Uh, not anymore. He should have probably been uh, high now. So yeah. yeah, yeah, I do look high with that uh, with that out outlook. But we're with all that fucking outlook. high. That's right. Hey, I'm, I'm on cloud nine right now, baby. Jeez, I know. <laughs> Sitting at eight and two, I would be two in the inaugural year. Dude, I know. We just got we just got done with the power rankings, and you can probably imagine where you are in them. But like, there's like Last. two teams tied for two spots, and like, although Hayden has been ass cheeks the last two weeks on a two game skid, he's still somehow number two in the power rankings. It's just like, it's just you and like uh, ten piles of shit, and then the rest of the league, and then ten more piles of shit, and then Clayton. That's kind of. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta feel bad for Clayton, though. I know he's had he he hasn't had the best run of luck this year, but um, stretch if if some if for some reason some person is listening to this and is not in the league, first of all, thank you, bless your heart, leave us a review, <laughs> like and subscribe. But um, if 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 whatever reason that person is out there, what is the one thing they should know about Kyle Stretch and why should you be their favorite team? Person or the team? I got. I don't know about the person. <laughs> okay, why <laughs> the team? Keep it fantasy relevant. Yeah, why should saving Matt Ryan the be their team? favorite All team? Right, thank God, that's probably a lot easier. Uh, yeah, you stretch. I, you're kind of a piece of shit. I'm kind of a piece of shit. But anyway, I, I mean, I would say I just got that explosiveness every week. You know, it's all it's fun to watch the players that I have. They're fun to watch. You know, if you want to root for somebody and be excited, be thrilled every week, then you know you got to tune into my team. It's true. You usually are a fun watch. Highest scorer in the league for a reason. Am I really the highest scorer in the league? You are, right? He is? Yeah. Yeah, it, it's uh, not, that, not that close from first to second, but, you know, right now you're uh, you're just breaking necks and cashing checks. Can you wow. guess who's second? 
is it you, Aaron? I'm gonna have to guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. All right, we playing the feud. That's right. Oh, Welcome to the feud. That's a segment for yeah. another week. We need yep. to do that. Yep. Yep. Oh, that'd be fun. Oh, baby. But yeah, I mean, overall, I'm, I'm very pleased with everything so far. You know. I believe we'll it. We'll see how it goes the next few weeks, though. Is there any team in particular that like scares you? Maybe like a team with like Jesus on its side that Jesus that somehow is just getting everybody's worst weeks. I don't know. No, I'm gonna be honest with you. I wake up every Sunday with not a worry in the world. Of any team, really? You're just gonna coast this year? Nobody I scares just say, you. It, sa- it sounds a little cocky. I look at the team and I decide right right then and there if I feel a little worried. I mean, Tim's this week looks like there might be a problem, but you know. At least, even though I have I have Kyler, he has DeAndre, and DeAndre Hopkins kind of scares me. But at least I have Kyler to throw him to. So I know every time a DeAndre scores, I score. So other than that, I, I mean, I just this week this week's probably the most I'm worried. To be honest Ooh, with you, respect. Yeah, that I like that respect there. I've got four running backs in my starting lineup that are currently on the year ranked five, thirteen, fourteen, and Miles Sanders, who's been hurt. But is a like, top ten back when healthy. Who's five? Jacobs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I just I I'm looking at it and you know projections don't mean shit, but it's making me a little worried. You you we'll have you, to say you put fear into him, Tim. Nah, you got this, man. I, I have full faith in you. Full <laughs> faith. I'd probably say the other team that kind of scares me would probably be Hayden's. I will say, even though his record's not doing that good. Uh. He's got, I mean, he's got, when he ever got Pat Mahomes, uh, and also Aaron Jones can pop off at any time. I don't know. It's just, there's just something about his team that just makes me a little worried. Kind of similar in yours and how it's, you know, top heavy with a lot of, you know, a couple of guys who really go off and then, you know, you just need one or two other guys to have a good week and then you're probably going to win that week. And then I say probably the other team that worried me the most is probably Anthony's team. I feel like his team is really solid if Lamar can actually play like he can. Tim is the Four. biggest Tim is the biggest Anthony supporter here. Yeah, I've, I've been I, singing his praises all year long, but I mean Lamar Jackson's the fourth best quarterback in the AFC North, so uh I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean he he's got pop-up potential every week too and I it, with Derrick Henry and it's, it's getting Derrick Henry, Henry season. It's Derrick Henry season. As as a previous owner of Derrick Henry I'm very aware of what can happen at this time of year. We call them governors in this league. Governors? Yeah, not not owners. Oh, governors. <laughs> I, I was confused too. I was like, "What? No, get that PC. Fuck right get that PC shit that. out of here. <laughs> you, you can fuck right off with that." Jeez. Hey, stretch. Is the election over? Uh, we don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? Oh, stretch. I can always go to you for my for my little. Dash of entertaining politics, man. Who knows, man? I Who know. knows? You just got you just got done balling, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm exhausted. And my brain's barely working, but when does my brain ever work? So I mean, hey. you are slightly, you know, hey, hey. challenged. Yes, yes, <laughs> challenged. At least I your mean, fantasy football team is good. Sometimes in life, you know. Yes. Hey, just hey, stretch. The answer to all the questions is I'm eight and two, bitches. Suck it. Uh, you know what? I th- yeah, I thought about this when you guys ranked me low. And I was like, you know what? If I'm gonna pop off, I'm gonna talk so much shit. 
Well, I'm just feeling more humble by the day, and I, I just don't like talking <laughs> shit anymore. Fuck off. That's why and you should somehow like that comes off as so arrogant, I can't even take it. So, <laughs> you know, I don't want to talk shit anymore. I feel great, you know, and you, you guys can all bow before me. All right, that's pretty much it. Yeah, congrats on the dub this week, man. Oh, well, last week or this week? No, this week. You're going to beat me. Congrats on the dub. Oh, okay, thanks. Jeez, man. <laughs> all right, well, take care of the ACLs. Um, Oh, they're good, I think. <laughs> good, good. Uh, thanks for joining this week, man. It was wonderful talking to you. Have a good evening. I, I, I love you, man. I love you. We all love you. I love you guys. Love you. See you, buddy. You guys, have a good one. Nice! Week 11 is upon us. Good luck living up to week 10. Maybe some favorites will win this week. <laughs> Who knows? But teams on by this week, we have the Buffalo Bills, the Chicago Bears, the New York Giants. <laughs> I had to think about that one. And the San Francisco 49ers. Big players, Josh Allen. That's probably it. Yep, that, that sounds right. <laughs> Our first matchup is Team Fairlife. Your boy, Chris, at 5-5, five and five, taking on a 4-6, and six, ninth in the power rankings, Team Uninspired Anthony Squad. So at the time that I did the notes, it might have changed by now, but Chris had a 1% chance of victory according to Sleeper. Oh, boy. Uh, but you know what? He's going to somehow pull it off, even with Josh Allen on by. Uh, when you play Chris, injuries will happen. Uh, Travis Kelsey will probably get addicted to crack before the game. <laughs> Derek Henry's going to miss the flight. Uh, this man just knows how to avoid large points. It's totals. all Jesus, man. I just don't get it. I never have understood it. Uh, Team Fairlife, he has their main man making his first start. What a moment for the young fella. Kalen Bellage, revenge game, baby. Bellagio! Against the New York Jets, the team that cut him. Uh, good luck to you, oh. New York Jets. Bobby Woods in prime time. Hurst is going to get at least 10 points like he normally does. Will Calvin Ridley play? I think that's something to monitor. Uh, all signs, I think, point to him playing. Dream matchup for the Vikings wide receiver duo. I bet they get 15 points combined, though, because, again, like I mentioned earlier, Chris has a direct line to God for all teams he is playing fantasy football against. So big games from Lamar Jackson, Derrick Henry, desperately needed. Duke Johnson, do something. Hey, what happened? <laughs> Last week, jeez. Um, for me, I've always been a logic guy in fantasy football. There is no logic being applied anymore. Chris gets it done with a resounding 105 points. Let's go. And, uh, yeah, so, Chris, you win. I'm picking myself, too, what he said. Great. I'm picking Anthony. Uh, Chris, you got to lose. Why do you hate me? Because Jameis Winston's your quarterback. That's it. I was sitting on the corner of Jameis Winston, New Orleans. We'll think about that. We'll think about that. Anthony, good luck, man. I got Jesus on my side. And I'm I'm, I'm, I'm touting Jesus so much, I'm totally going to lose this week. But Anthony, we're going to go, go to church. We're going to go on to the next matchup. We have Team Let Russ Cook at 4-6. and six. Once was the hotness of the league. Now looking to try to extinguish the flames that are burning down his team. Going up against Hayden and the number two power ranking at 5-5. Five and five. That's That's bananas. Um, Sleeper currently has Aaron with a 70% chance of winning with Hayden's defense spot empty, as we currently see. 
And uh, obviously, this matchup is going to be headlined by the quarterback position. We have Russell Wilson. Surely, surely, surely he can get back on the bump against the Cardinals. He's going up against Pat Mahomes. I'm Pat Mahomes. And the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, again, that they're both probably going to put up 30 points themselves. And then when you look at this matchup, right, Aaron is obviously going to win the wide receiver battle with Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams. But then Hayden, I think, is obviously likely going to win the running back battle with Aaron Jones and James Conner. So when you look at this game, it comes down to certain particular spots, maybe when you look at the tight ends or the flex positions. Um, When I wrote these notes, Aaron was starting J.K. Dobbins, and admittedly, that was going to swing my pick of who was going to win this because I thought J.K. Dobbins, you were basically going to be playing with an empty slot. Like J.K. Dobbins was going to get you two, three points. Um, But when you look at, again, those studs on both teams – they both have Packer studs, so Aaron's going to be rolling out Devontae Adams. Hayden's going to be rolling out Aaron Jones, and they are both playing against the number one defense in football. Go Colts. The Indianapolis Colts. Come on, Colts. We're winning that game by 40. Um, yes, this game This game was tough, man. And, I mean, when you factor in Hayden starting Jameson Crowder and Chase Claypool, who, who's been inconsistent, it's like, uh, I'm going to – pick Aaron because I think Ahmed has a good game I have Hayden just because I'm going the Tim method I'm not picking myself anymore Aaron what's your second running back's name Ahmed the terrorist what's his first name Salvan oh I was hoping you wouldn't know but that's exactly why I'm going with you Salvan Ahmed Ahmed Earn. he's not actually a terrorist there's just that video out yeah. yeah I know I know I hope I can watch the games with you this Sunday so that way you can just be on. Ahmed! Ahmed again! Tons of loogies everywhere. That'll be fun. <laughs> on to the next matchup. We have Clayton and the Red Rocket at 3-7, and seven, charging up the standings, going up against Don, the current two-seed in the whole league at 6-4. and four. And ladies and gentlemen, it's a civil war. That is right, Chris. Clayton and Don currently roommates with each other. Don looking to sweep the season series. One, 167 to 143 week two. Those are very respectable point totals for both teams. Clayton with 78% chance of victory. Fun fact, these are my former roommates from college. They're battling, battling a head-to-head this week. It's about to go down. Optimal matchups for Don at wide receiver. McLaurin versus Cleveland. Juju versus Jacksonville. Nut. Zeke and Damian Harris doesn't look all that bad. Can the Colts D slow down Aaron Rodgers? That's going to be key. Allen and Julio will provide some fireworks for Clayton. A lot of question marks, though, throughout his lineup, in my opinion. Naeem Hines, seems like he goes off for 5 or 29. There's nothing in between. Fulgham's in the Philly offense, and Carson Wentz looks like absolute doo-doo this year. Mike Davis is hurt. Galladay's banged up. Can Gronk keep it up in his old age? Yet to be seen. Assuming Don picks up a tight end this week, which I don't know as of this if he no did No promises. Not. I think he pulls uh, he off an upset. Yet. I do think he pulls off an upset here. I've got Don winning. I've also got Don winning. Clayton, I just not sending you much love. I just look at your lineup and outside of Keenan Allen 
and Julio. I just don't see who's going to get it done for you. Don, I think you'll pull it off. And then I said it earlier, is Don good? If he wins, is he good, Chris? Nope. Because I'm picking Clayton. <laughs> Admittedly, we have a we have show notes, and I forgot to fill out that one, so I was literally looking as you guys were talking, and I kind of like Clayton's lineup until I saw Ryan Tannehill against Baltimore. Uh, that's going to be disgusting. It's at Baltimore and supposed to be weather. That's gross. But uh, I I think Clayton can get it done. Um, I'm partly doing that because I genuinely think that, and also I want to be different, and I need to I have a lot of ground to make up on the pickums. So, <laughs> uh, two teams picking Don and to st- establish himself again as the number two seed and going to the playoffs. I'm picking Clayton. Late run, baby. It's spoiling season for Clayton. On to the next matchup. We have Burrow's best and 10 at <clears throat> four and six, making that late playoff push, going up against the top dog, our guest, Stretch at eight and two, and Team What's his team called? Saving Matt Ryan. Saving Matt Ryan. <laughs> Sleeper uh, has Tim with a 69% chance of victory this week. So, um, you know, I feel like kind of out of the blue, uh, Tim's team is, like, really good. Hey, what happened? I don't know. <laughs> like, I feel like three weeks ago we were talking about Tim being respectfully at the bottom of the power rankings, and now it's, like, his team, if you look at it, I mean – just look at it, you know? Miles Sanders and Baby CMC, Nuke and Decaf and Swift now, who I think is going to make a late-season push. I really do. And Josh Jacobs, I mean, that's a lot of stuff to love. Um, And I think he overall has the better roster than Stretch. I do. I do believe that. <sighs> but if there's anything that can slow a good roster down, it's Murray against Seattle and Kamara against Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Like, Tim literally wins the wide receiver matchup. He wins the tight end matchup. He wins the flex matchups. But he does not win the stud matchup with Kamara and Kyler, both having super juicy matchups. And I'm actually picking Stretch solely based off of those ridiculous matchups. I think they can overpower Tim's whole team. Tim, if you if you win this week, you're, you've arrived. And I think you're in the playoffs. Oh, thanks. But I'm picking Stretch. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've got Tim. I love Tim's team right now. Things really came together with him, with DeAndre Swift officially being named the first string running back. And you just look up and down his team. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger's schedule, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but into playoff time, going to be looking pretty nice. And they're passing the ball over the place. So, And Darren Waller, I mean, he's a consistent tight end, as consistent of one as there is outside of Travis Kelsey. So, uh, you already mentioned all of the other players. I just think there's a lot of balance here, and I think Tim's a dark horse, man. I really do. Yeah, there's a couple guys I'm watching. Tyler Lockett, questionable right now. It's Thursday night football. Um, and Joe Mixon, like I said earlier. I'm. Go- I, it's going to take some luck. I, admittedly, I'm going to need some luck to pull this off with Kyler Murray. I'm going to need DK to give me a good 50. Um, yeah, quick on the – you said Darren Waller, and I was just like – He's the tight end two on the year, and it's just been a bad year for tight ends outside of Kelsey. It feels like I feel like Darren Waller hasn't done anything for me, and he's tight end two. I think I saw a stat somewhere. It was like the gap between Travis Kelsey and Darren Waller this year for points wise was the same gap as I think Darren Waller, who finishes like the tight end three last year, and like it was like uh like it was like 
Drew, is Drew Sample a rookie? Hi, I'm Drew Sample. Hi, I'm Drew Sample. Second-year player. I think it was the same gap as Darren Waller at tight end three and Drew Sample, who was like tight end 37 last year. I think I saw something like that, too. It's yeah. like the My same gosh. gap. Like, Travis Kelsey has been so stupid this year. Um, one last thing on that game before we move on. Keep an eye out for Thursday Night Football this week. You know, Kyler for – or you had Kyler and um, Tyler Lockett for stretching that game. And you have DeAndre Hopkins, Decaf Metcalf for Tim in that game. This game could be decided by Thursday Night Football if things go certain Let's ways. Go. So keep an eye out for that. Two guys pick and stretch. Aaron picking Tim. Going out on a limb. We go into our final matchup of the week. We have the only matchup with two teams with even remotely kind of sort of winning records. <laughs> it is Zach and the Broad Ripple Swim team at 6-4 and four going up against Steven, who's going to look to get back on track after last week, and Mount Passmore at 5-5. Five and five. Yes, and with a Steven game, you know what time it is. Oh, boy. It's time for which quarterback will Steven start this week? Part 10. There we go. He has Justin Herbert versus the New York Jets. Ooh. Tom Brady versus the Los Angeles Rams. Wow, I almost ah. said St. Louis. Deshaun Watson versus New England. Yeah. Baker Mayfield still on his roster for some unknown reason. How <laughs> about to say still? Uh, quarterback 27 on the year against Philadelphia. Oh. Um, this is a this is a no brainer. I as know it gets. this is the easiest one of the year. Brady against the Rams, no thank you. Watson against New England, no thank you. Baker Mayfield, no thank you. It's Herbert. Rams have been low key good this year. Herbert. Yeah, it's hundred percent Herbert. Well, that was a boring rendition of which quarterback will see. Well, I mean, when you're playing week? the Jets, you know. Yeah, to be fair, I mean, it, this is as easy as it comes. And if you didn't say Herbert, I was going to be like, you stupid. Um, but not only Herbert, he's now reversed the Benjamin Button. He's eight years old <laughs> and quarterback eight on the year. Did you guys see his haircut today? I did. He looks 12. No, I didn't see it. Oh, my what? gosh. I wish I should have pulled it up. I'm going to Google it right now. Like He looks the, 12. The most disgusting, like, vertical buzz cut fade ever. Yeah. And he literally looks like he's eight years old. And he's quarterback eight on the year. Wow. Okay. Zach, I don't think Chris Carson is healthy just yet. I don't think he's practiced. Uh, recent news on sleepers, he's unlikely to play Thursday. Um, but you might have Hyde, so we'll see. You know, You're welcome for that. Also, fuck J.D. McKissick. Get him out of your lineup. I'm so glad he's on the bench. But at the same time, after the two-week run he's had, how do you not start him? 29 targets? I'd, I'd probably start him over he's like got, Amari Cooper. The Bengals. Yeah. I mean, I don't – yeah, yeah, that's a perfect example. Cooper, I'd even say Marvin Jones because if Galladay's out, he's going to be locked down. Oh, you know, just kidding. That's the wrong team. But still, Marvin Jones uh, – yeah, Chris Carson, I mean, just J- J.D. McKissick right now is a good play, but fuck him. He sucks, and I hate that he's stealing all these points from Antonio Gibson, baby CMC. Uh, both teams here got some guys going against the defenses of Dallas, Seattle, Atlanta. It's currently – That's juicy. It's currently 63% chance of Steven, uh, projected about 130 on each team. This could be a game with a lot of ceilings. The matchups are juicy. I don't see many weather alerts on the on the sleeper app. Uh, the only thing I'm going to say here is, Zach, you got a tough D. 
against that's what uh, she said god <laughs> sorry i had to i had to against the cardinals you're playing the seahawks i i mean seahawks defense has been all right for fantasy reasons but it's just a tough week to have the bears on by and have to play him against the offense of the arizona cardinals good catch Steven, that's gross Christian Kirk is in that lineup. That's what I like to see. I th- I think this is a good matchup for Christian Kirk. I'm going with Steven. I got Zach here. Um, I've been picking against him consecutively, you know, weeks at a time, and he just continues to prove me wrong. So, again, I'm just done trying to think through and, and try and speculate why Zach's team shouldn't win when they typically do win, So, including against me. So, uh, Dalvin Cook, I mean, against Dallas, that's he might run for 50 points or, or run for, you know, hundreds of yards. Uh, Chris Carson, I think that's, that'll be key to watch. If he's in the lineup, I think that really swings things. Uh, Deontay Johnson against Jacksonville. Mark Andrews, I, you know, he turned it around last week, had a solid game. Amari Cooper off the bye. I mean, I just think there's a lot of consistency there. And, yeah, Christian Kirk, I think it's a good matchup against – the Seahawks, but he's boomer bust in nature. So if he doesn't get one of those long touchdowns, how many points will he get? Fournette? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. This was a, a really tough one for me, but I go Andrew. Or, sorry, not Andrew. <laughs> Zach. Wow. <laughs> Andrew? <laughs> I was looking at Mark Andrews. <laughs> okay. <Sorry. laughs> uh, I'm going Zach. I think a lot of his matchups are just too juicy to pass up. Really good matchups for him this week. I think I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Michael Thomas is back this week. I, Ooh, I, I the Michael earlier, Thomas hater himself. Atlanta, I think Jameis is going to throw him 25 passes. Or they all could go to Kamara. No, I, Kamara gets zero. Well, apparently Jameis Winston can see now, so that's that's good. Do you know what his nickname was last year? Squint Boy? 30-30 Vision. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm going to leave that there. That was the Week 11 preview. Stay tuned to the social medias to follow those. We have live updates on there for you as the Sunday goes on. Um, as always, before we – or I guess I should ask, like, you guys cool? We, we good? We have a good week before we sign off? Yeah, can't complain. Cannot complain. I really hope I win this week. I want to be in the playoffs. I feel like my team's at least good enough to be – a six seed. Yeah, you know, it's going to be fun. I The Bengals, I need them to win. I just need to feel good. I need I need something. Colts, Colts making a statement game this week. We're beating the Packers. Statement game, Michael Pittman Jr. Uh, how do we go this whole pod without mentioning him? I mentioned him. Oh, Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick, quick little, you know, pat on the back for Chris. Uh, last Thursday night, Colts were playing on Thursday night football. He comes out and he goes, Michael Pittman breakout game. Michael Pittman breakout game. I he did not it. have the balls to start. He calls it. it. I go, ooh, you really think so? He goes, yeah, this is blah, 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 blah. And I go, put him in your lineup. You won't. That's my analysis. Yeah. I did not have the balls to put him in your lineup. I, he, he was like, you might be able to convince me. I was like, put him in your lineup. And Thursday night rolled around. He didn't. But anyway, Michael Pittman Jr., Team Fairlife. He's here, baby. He's, he's in a, the lineup. He's a right. He, he is in the lineup right now, which is. What? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to yell at your Siri. Um, I wonder if you'll even be able to hear that. Probably. Um, again, thank you to Kyle Stretch for joining the pod this week. Love talking to you, Shout Kyle. Shout out, Stretch. You're so hot. That was um, a great interview, man. That's right. Listen to us on the 
podcast platforms. I don't know why I always have trouble saying that every week. The podcast platforms that matter, Spotify and Apple Music. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at thisleague underscore pod. And email us at thisleague2020 at gmail.com if you have comments, concerns, questions, compliments. And as always, you guys know what to do. Subscribe. It helps us out. Leave a review so that way people know we cool. Share us with your friends if you're feeling nasty. And as always, just obliterate the like button. Squash it. Dilly womp it. Smash it. Monkey fist it. Explode it. Sit on it. Oh, no. Annihilate it. Oh, my goodness. Or I caught you guys off guard. Yeah, you did. Let me go back to what normally say. Just click it. Just click the like button. Click the like button. <laughs> That's all I got, guys. Anything else? Nah, let's do it. Let's go. Co- I'm, co- I'm going to lose the stretch this week. Let's go. All right. Chris, Tim, and Aaron signing out. Peace. Peace is my thing. Uh, uh, have, a, have, a, have a great night, man. Have a wonderful evening. Go on, get. How the folks let's gather around for the best sports talk in town. We got our hosts, Darren, Tim, and Chris. Baby, it can't get better than this. Give out all the power rankings. Laugh at all the teams tanking. A lot of fun, a lot of surprise. Let's give it up for the guys in this league.